sisters, I'm Sister B, and welcome to Islamic Audio Bites, and part two of the journey of the soul, which can be accessed at missionislam.com. Let's read. Two, Nafs Amara Bisu. In contrast, this soul, which earns the company of Satan because it ignores the remembrance of Allah, the one who withdraws himself from the remembrance of the merciful, we appoint for him a Satan to be a companion to him. Quran Zukruf 43 verse 36 Satan's cohorts and tunes surround the evil soul day and night. It drives from one satanic act to other. You will see it lying and cheating, wasting time on leisure and sports, frequenting cinemas and concerts, listening to music and dancing. As one contemporary writer said, the godless society's motto is work and play, while the motto of the God-conscious society is work and pray. 3. Nafs Lawama The self-reproaching soul succumbs to evil inspirations, but then regrets its actions and reproaches itself for being weak and vulnerable. These feelings of remorse cause it to turn back to Allah, to repent sincerely and to receive spiritual solace. It is better for each nafs to blame itself when it commits a wrong. If not, it will find itself being blamed from all those around it. Consider how the self-reproaching soul is mentioned with a day of resurrection in the Qur'an. I do call to witness the resurrection day and to call to witness the self-reproaching soul. Qur'an al-Qayarna 1-2 There is a common factor between these two entities, which is that both are courts of justice. The nafs al-lawama is an inner court of justice within each person. When he acts wrongfully, his conscience or soul reprimands him, and it is then up to him to pay heed to it or to ignore it. Besides placing an inner court of justice within each person, the Creator has also prepared a larger court, which will operate on the final day and will mete out justice to all of mankind. Consequences of Iman A student studies hard for his final examinations, researching in libraries, practicing past papers, and revising his notes because he wants a university degree, which will help advance his career. A businessman invests much of his time, energy, and money into a commercial venture in the hope of large profits in the future. A farmer ploughs his land, sows it, waters it, and tends it regularly in the hope of a good harvest. They all know that success does not come down on a plate but has to be achieved through hard work. Man does certain things in life for certain results, and he avoids other acts because of their consequences. An adult will not put his hand into a naked flame because he knows that fire burns. But a child will do so as he is unaware of the consequences. The most important belief and knowledge that should dictate 
our actions is that Almighty Allah exists, that He is the Creator and Provider, and that none can benefit nor harm us except with His permission. If a person's Iman, faith in Allah, is firm and unyielding, He will be able to direct all His worship and obedience to Allah and will feel no fear of false deities or worldly powers. Consider the encounter of Pharaoh's court magicians with Prophet Musa, peace be upon him, as described in the Qur'an. Before meeting the Prophet, they pleaded with Pharaoh for a substantial reward were they to defeat Musa in a duel using magic. So the sorcerers came to Pharaoh and said, Of course we shall have a suitable reward if we win. Qur'an al-Araf 113 Pharaoh accepted their plea and promised them not only a reward but also positions at court. When the encounter with Musa began, the magicians realised quickly that while their own display was simple magic, Musa's display was extraordinary and much more than any human could conjure up. So overawed were they by Musa's miracles that they all fell down in sajda, prostration, saying, We believe in the Lord of the worlds, the Lord of Musa and Harun. Qur'an Taha 70 Pharaoh was stunned by their declaration of faith and shouted, Have you believed in him before I gave you permission? Be sure, I will cut off your hands and your feet on opposite sides, and then I will crucify you on trunks of palm trees so you shall know which of us can give the more severe and lasting punishment. Qur'an Taha 71 These threats did not frighten the magicians. These men, who had just been begging Pharaoh for more gold coins, now became so fearless because of their faith in Allah that they answered him back easily. Never shall we prefer you over the clear signs that have come to us and him who has created us. So decree whatever you wish to decree, for you can only decree concerning the matters of this world. We have believed in our Lord. May he forgive us our faults and the magic to which you did compel us, for Allah is the best and forever abiding. Qur'an Taha 72-73 What you sow, you will reap. The man who believes that there is no afterlife and that he will not be accountable in a divine court becomes a slave of this world. He hankers after its comforts and luxuries and will break any laws that stand between him and success. In his desperate quest for more wealth, he will refuse to differentiate between halal and haram. The tyrants and criminals of this world operate in the same manner. If to achieve their goals requires murder and violence, then so be it. The Bosnian Serbs were among the 20th century's worst examples of barbarity and tyranny. Led by a pathological lust for more land, their evil knew no bounds. In contrast is the man who believes in Allah and in the questioning of the last day. He fears his creator's wrath and desires 
his Lord's favours. Certainty of belief in paradise and hell guides his entire life, not just the moments spent in prayer. To him, this world is merely a short journey, the destination of which is the hereafter. Thus, he directs most of his efforts towards earning paradise and devotes only part of his time to earning his bread in this world. He is constantly aware of his divine mission to call the misguided people around him to Islam, and so he buries himself in dawah work. Belief in the hereafter is the catalyst which stimulates the souls seeking a better future, and its importance has been emphasized in the Quran repeatedly. The true believers have been described as those who have firm faith in the hereafter because that will be the true life. What is the life of this world but amusement and play? But indeed, the home of the hereafter is the true life, if only they knew. Quran Al-Kabut 64 The ultimate success is not in amassing fortunes, being famous or having a fantastic career, but success is in escaping the fires of hell. Every soul shall taste death, and only on the day of judgment will you receive your full recompense. The one who is saved from the fire and admitted into paradise will have attained success, for the life of this world is nothing but the goods of deception. Quran Al-Imran 185 The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, declared that wise is the man who reminds himself constantly of the accountability on the day of resurrection and so works hard for the life succeeding death. And stupid is the man whose only concerns are the transient desires and comforts of this life. The Prophet, peace be upon him, also described this world as a farm for the Akhirah, hereafter. Whatever you sow in this world, you shall reap in the hereafter. In order that people may not become complacent that the day of judgment is far away in the distant future, he advised each person to remember that his judgment will begin on the day he dies. Experiences of the Soul After Death The new world of Barzakh begins when the person's soul leaves his body and his short life on earth comes to an end. The dying man experiences things which cannot be comprehended by the people around him. As his soul leaves his body through his nostrils, his eyes follow his soul. For this reason, the Prophet, peace be upon him, advised the people to close the eyes of the deceased to make his appearance less ghastly. Allah the Almighty says about this moment of dying, Then why do you not intervene when the soul of the dying man reaches the throat? And you are at that time looking. We are nearer to him, but you do not see. And why do you not, if you are exempt from accountability? Call back the soul if you are truthful. Quran al-Waqiyah 83-87 As the person dies and enters a new world, a window into the Akhirah is opened for him to allow his soul 
to view heaven and hell. Death is a time of truth, and the lies with which disbelievers surround themselves in this world are exposed. These lies include the denial of the existence of Allah, rejection of the punishment of the grave, and denial of the day of judgment. So when death comes to the disbelievers and they feel the heat of the raging fires of hell, they begin to plead for a second chance on earth to do good. But all their pleading is in vain. Until when death comes to one of them, he says, O oh my Lord, send me back to life in order that I may do good deeds in the things that I neglected. By no means, it is but a word, he says, and before them is a barzakh until the day they are raised up. Quran al-Mu'minun 99-100 The journey of the soul from the heaven to earth where it meets its Lord is described vividly in the following hadith. Al-Bara bin Azib said, We went out with the Prophet, peace be upon him, to the funeral of a man of the Ansar and came to the grave. It had not yet been dug, so Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, sat down and we sat down around him quietly. He had in his hand a stick with which he was making marks on the round. Then he raised his head and said, Seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the grave, saying it twice or thrice. He then said, When a believer is about to leave the world and go forward to the next world, angels with faces white as the sun come down to him from heaven with one of the shrouds of paradise and some of the perfume of paradise and sit away from him as far as the eye can see. Then the angel of death comes and sits at his head and says, Good soul, come out to forgiveness and acceptance from Allah. It then comes out as a drop flows from a water skin and he seizes it. And when he does so, they do not leave it in his hand for an instant, but take it and place it on that shroud and that perfume. And from it, there comes forth a fragrance like that of the sweetest musk found on the face of the earth. They then take it up and do not bring it past a company of angels without their asking, Who is this good soul? To which they reply, So-and-so, the son of so-and-so, using the best names by which people called him on the earth. They then bring him to the lowest heaven and ask that the gate should be opened for him. This is done, and from every heaven its archangels escort him to the next heaven until it is brought to the seventh heaven, and Allah, who is great and glorious, says, Record the book of my servant in Ilyun, and take him back to earth, for I created mankind from it. I shall return them into it, and from it I shall bring them forth another time. His soul is then restored to his body. Two angels come to him, making him sit up and say to him, Who is our Lord? He replies, My Lord is Allah. They ask, What is your religion? And he replies, My religion is Islam. They ask, Who is this man 
who was sent among you? And he replies, He is Allah's messenger, peace be upon him. They ask, What is your source of knowledge? And he replies, I have read Allah's book, believed in it, and declared it to be true. Then one cry comes from heaven. My servant has spoken the truth. So spread out carpets for him from paradise and open a gate for him into paradise. Then some of its joy and its fragrance comes to him. His grave is made spacious for him as far as the eye can see. And a man with a beautiful face, beautiful garments and a sweet odour comes to him and says, Rejoice in what pleases you, for this is your day for which you have been promised. He asks, Who are you? For your face is perfectly beautiful and brings good. He replies, I am your good deeds. He then says, My Lord, bring the last hour, my Lord, bring the last hour, so that I may return to my people and my property. That is it for this episode and part two of the journey of the soul. As usual, I will request that you leave a five star rating at Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. And to remember to share the podcast with your family and friends. We are on all the major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and we're also on YouTube as a voice-only channel. Do join our Islamic Audio Bytes community on Facebook and Instagram, and take a moment to check out our website at islamicaudiobytes.com. If you would like to contact us directly, please do so at islamicaudiobytes at gmail.com. As always, hope your day is full of goodness. Asalaamu Alaikum.